0: Let's get ready to
1: rumble! Hello and welcome to Netflix the Cinema, the podcast that's finding itself having to f- fulfill an unfortunate promise that we made on the show last week. My name is Tosin and I am your host up in Birmingham, somewhere in the Midlands in the UK. And um, joining me, as usual, on the Isle of Wight this week, Yes, Isle of Wight. Yep. Indeed. Yeah, it's Sean, it's Sean Harris. Who, Hello, uh, Sean. Before we started recording, I told you that, like, you know, I had some bad news. And yeah. the, the bad news that I have is related to the promise we made last week. You might not remember oh, it, but we nice. did make a promise on the show last week. And because it's out there and people are actually responding to us now, somebody might have heard that promise. So we might actually have to go through with it. And joining us from London, our London correspondent is Holly Neslin. Hello, Holly. Hello. It's a, It's been a couple of weeks, probably about a month since we've had you on here. Oh, I know. Yeah, because as we said earlier, you were too busy off somewhere having a life.
2: Get that and working. But.
1: <laughs> well, I'm paying for said life. Okay, we're well, having a life and paying for said life. Mm-hmm. So, yes. It's good to have you back. We do not have Sharon with us today because, after a couple of weeks of persuasion-infused excitement, Sharon has decided to go have a lie down in a dark room. <laughs> 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 okay, okay. Yeah, so, um, yes. So, Sean, because obviously the last, the first twenty minutes of the show for the last couple of weeks has been has been spent talking about persuasion and the persuasion. fallout from our review <laughs> of persuasion. Do you remember the promise we made last week regarding persuasion? You were. I
0: don't actually. I've got to be honest, Toes. I'm sorry, mate. No problem.
1: No problem. We both said because we didn't think it would happen. We didn't think that this would carry on on going. We said that if our original persuasion review on YouTube hit 500 views, you and I would watch the film.
0: (laughs) And it's hit 500 views.
1: It has gone. It sailed past 500 views. Oh
0: my goodness me! Oh well. Uh, Okay,
1: I better better see it then, have not we? Yes, I know. I know. So, so you and I, <laughs> so, you and I, you and I have to go see it. And okay. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the thing that I am actually most scared about watching it. It's not that it's going to be a bad film. What I'm most scared about is that I will watch it and I will not. I will not agree it. with Sharon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not hate it so much. <laughs> what I'm most scared about is that I'll watch it and not hate it as much as Sharon does. Because, because I'll be like, what? I've never yeah, read the book, so <laughs> that's
0: it. Because sometimes when you hear conversation umpteen times is when you hear so many bad things about a movie you see it you don't think well it's not quite that bad yeah you know yeah. so so when well, you go and expecting the worst and you think well oh, it's not really that bad yeah but we uh, shall have to see anyway
2: i think if you're doing it i should bite the bullet and do it as well you're gonna
0: do it as well yeah okay, oh, okay.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, can't,
2: I can't leave you two to suffer alone <laughs> well in
1: you what know is- Company. But but, Company. but that's the that's the thing is are we going to suffer? We don't know. This is actually quite freaky. This is actually really really freaky because uh, I I was thinking that by now we would be done with this thing, but now we find ourselves because we made us essentially stupid on the podcast last week. We we're, we're gonna have to keep it going a little bit longer. <laughs> and, that, yeah. and I'm I'm really I'm really scared that that I'm not gonna agree with Sharon. And and if I don't, I'm just gonna. Oh yeah. Anyway, never mind. But but speaking about people who don't find persuasion that bad. This is I think the the persuasion feedback is dying down it is it is going away, but we had Logan Mackenzie Frost, who seems to be the the lone the lone defender of this persuasion movie so far they 've been the lone i 'm not sure if it's a guy or a woman or anything but so so far they have been the lone defender on um uh, on our comments and I want to because there's as I, as I explained last week there's a persuasion ecosystem on YouTube and I've seen that sh- that they have been going around to different people's k- video reviews and actually posting that well I didn't think it was that bad mm-hmm. pretty, pretty much <laughs> Of so we spoke about Vanessa Nisley who got in touch with us Vanessa Nisley to thank you very much to say she told us that we pronounced her name right on the show last week so yay, oh, yay, us. <laughs> yeah yeah she, yeah she got in touch with us she said thank you for that and um and she said, thank you for the shout out. But so she actually went to that review. And she also, she also said, I don't see what's so bad about this one. Why is everybody talking? <laughs> that? Why, does, why does everybody think Jane Austen is good? And, <laughs> and so she has come and got in touch with us this week in our usual feedback corner, which is becoming a regular thing. And she because I put up a third video on persuasion called Still Not Over Persuasion, because we, were, we kept getting feedback about it. And she says, awesome video. That's on on the video that I put up there. Seriously, people are still complaining about this. I am way over it. I'm still mm-hmm. trying to decide if it's if it's worth it to read the Jane Austen books. I tried to read Persuasion the book and it's so slow. And I get to the end of the page and I'm like, what did I just read? This book is super hard to understand. How is one supposed to read it? And also, why do people like the writing and language of the Jane Austen books? Because, read more, they are just also super hard to read. I tried the audiobook, but that was just boring to listen to. I would love to read the classics because I haven't read any classics on the Jane Austen books. are not making me want to read any classics. So please explain to me how I'm supposed to understand these books. How can a person read Jane Austen for fun and still understand the writing and the language? Now... That's I. I typed up a a long answer that essentially boiled down to, "Hey, it's not for everybody." <laughs> that that that's why I, I was like, "No, everybody has to like everything," and that's what makes the world interesting. Yeah. So, but also, also we're talking about Prey, which we reviewed last week. We reviewed Prey on the show last week, and um, I think I know after Sharon and I reviewed it, Sean, you went to so yeah. you. You watched it this week, not Holly, you also watched it this week. So we are going to have we're going to have a section later on where we we did this sometimes where somebody's seen the film, someone else sees the film, and then we come back and we say, Well, this is what I thought about it. You were talking total rubbish. Or whatever it is. We're gonna do that later on. So we'll talk about prey. But on our prey review, Logan Mackenzie, Typhonated, she says, I think maybe she starts off every review like this, or every comment like this, but any comment to us anyway, she starts off with Awesome video Ooh. And she says, I am also try- so I'm trying to watch Prey with the Comanche audio and English subtitles, but I can't find it in audio and subtitle language in the A, A- in this audio and subtitle language in Disney Plus. Also, what is the best way to watch this film language wise? Now I don't know about you, but I know Sharon and I we just watched it vanilla. We just watched it in English as it was presented with us with the occasional subtitles when another language popped up. That's where I watched it. And as and although I love the fact that they have Comanche there's a Comanche, I think it's a Comanche dub, Oh, there's a Comanche version of the film, I really really like that, I think that that is, that is a great sign of respect to hmm. the language and the culture that this film is set in so, but uh, but I have to admit I haven't played with it, I haven't played with it because I, I just about had enough time to watch Prey <laughs> I didn't have, didn't have time, I think the days where I had time to play around with oh what was the setting on this And what's the, the those days might be gone <laughs> for a oh, while, at least. I can
2: figure it out if I have time.
1: Okay, cool. Holly, you figure it out. You figure it out. And then you let you let Logan know how to get the Comanche thing with in English subtitles, and we will go with that. Let's write
2: it on a post-it note.
1: <laughs> All right. So that is it. Uh, uh, thankfully, the the persuasion furore is dying down a bit, but it, not before it made us have to watch it, Sean. So. <laughs> So let's see. Oh man, we might have to go read the book as well so we fully understand <laughs> Sharon's, fully understand Sharon, Sharon's ire about it. But let's get on to talking about films this week. Let's get on to talking about films that we're actually going to talk about this week. So on this show, what we do is we go to the cinema and we see as many things as they'll let us. Usually we try and see about three things a week. Holly has written that down on the post-it note. She is going to try and figure out how to get Comanche audio and English subtitles on Prey on Disney+. Plus. And um, so we, yeah, as I'm saying, we go to the cinema, try and see about three things a week. We stay at home, see at least about three things a week, and we rate them all out of five. Rate them out of five, and uh, then we figure out where money has been better spent this week. Now, this week, for what seems like the fifth week in a row, there's hardly anything new in cinemas. There's only really one thing new in cinemas, and that is Nope. Mm-hmm. So, So today, on the cinema side, we have Nope. And Nope is going to be the big representative of cinema and all of cinema and is going to fight against netflix and its streaming things all on its yeah. own all on its lonesome so nope Sh- sean you've seen this and i've seen this right yes that's Holly, it. You'd, you haven't you haven't made it yet to see to see nope yet no all right nope so, sean- <laughs> <laughs> nope <laughs> so sean should i uh do should i kick off with what this is about yeah you, you take it
0: yeah no 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 that's right yeah you do this one toes and then I'll, i i can give my reaction i normally like to give reaction in the plots <laughs> like, you know Sean's
1: like i don't like being objective i just want <laughs> <laughs> all right cool let us give ourselves 10 minutes on this because two of us have seen this let's give ourselves 10 minutes to talk about nope Da, 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 da. right so nope this is the third film from director Jordan Peele Jordan Peele who is um who is was mostly known as a comedian he had a tv show called key and peel where he and Keegan-Michael Key uh, peel did a whole bunch of no Keegan Michael Key he's Jordan Peele did a whole bunch of sketches and uh, if you can find i mean it's actually on amazon prime at the moment amazon prime uh, they it's a good sketch show. It's one of those really, really good sketch shows. I, I think it's nice hard to find a good one. But um, so he did get out. He did us, and now he's done. Nope. And this is the third one. He's become a big name in horror, especially horror with an undercurrent, where it's a horror film on the surface of it, but it has like you know some sort of contextual societal, um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, commentary going on underneath it. And in this film, Nope, what we have is that we start off with. A family. A family and they have something they run something called Haywood Haywood Hollywood horses. So they run a ranch and they train horses to appear in films and all that. And you get to see this family. And at the beginning, you have the father and he's talking to his son and he's talking about we've got to make a really good presentation because if we get this film if we get this contract, it's going to sort out our, our whole thing. It's going to sort out our family and it's going to sort out everything that we do. So they're trying to survive because their business is in trouble then something happens there is a, there is some weird event where things start raining from the sky there is a little bit of a tragedy which i i'm going to try and not spoil because this is kind of from where you can spoil a lot by saying mm. a little <laughs> and, and so there's some kind of tragedy and you find out later on where they're still trying to get this business going and it's like the the far, the the son, the, 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 the there's two children, the son and the daughter, and they've sort of taken over the, the business, and they're trying to get this thing going, and there's problems, and they can't really get it going, they don't have enough money, and they might have to get rid of some horses, and while they while all this is going on, something weird starts ha- happening at their farm, starts happening at their ranch, and while they're figuring out what what's weird about this, is this something that's scary, is this something that they should run away from their homes from, or is this something that we should, they they realize, they realize that there's something dangerous going on, and the rest of the film becomes a case of one of them wants to leg it and just wants to go away and just wants to abandon everything. And the other one goes, hang on, something's dangerous going about, but this might be our fortune. This might be our make, this could be the making of us. And so they start trying to figure out ways in which to pretty much, it's, it's kind of like, in my head, it's kind of like they want to sort of capture this thing and sell it to a tabloid. It's kind of, it, that becomes their the thing It. Yeah. Yeah, that becomes their goal. Their goal becomes this is how we're going to help things. This is how we're going to save the ranch. Mm-hmm. We're going to, whatever this thing that's happening that we think might be dangerous, we're not sure exactly what it is yet, but we're going to capture yeah. it on camera. We're going to capture it on camera and then we're going to sell that. And then that's how we're going to make a whole we, bunch of money. We, we need the shot. <laughs> Yes yes, and it's <laughs> yes, all about it's all about getting this shot it's all about getting <laughs> this shot shot yes it's, it's all about getting this shot and once you get that shot that is like irrefutable evidence that what we're saying what we think is happening is actually happening, <laughs> then we can sell it to your TMZs and we can sell it to your Hollywoods and we can sell it to and that was go that's going to be our fortune and that is basically the premise of the film It's about them trying to find this thing out and find out if there is something there if it is dangerous and if they can catch it on camera and that is the plot of the film, and I hope that that's not spoilerific as to, as to anything. So, um, and that. So, I'm gonna stop
0: there. Sean, what did you yeah. think? Okay. Well, you uh, the the bit that intrigued me was the um the bit that really really intrigued me, and I probably would have liked to have known a little bit more about was the uh, the TV scene, the flashback scenes. You know. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, um, I found that bit quite interesting. I found I didn't really couldn't really relate to the characters in a strange sort of way i couldn't really yep. i didn't they didn't um, normally they're really good but they didn't i wasn't convinced i wasn't totally convinced you know mm-hmm. um, but yeah I'm sure there's a lot there's a lot it feels like there's a, a lot in there you know to do yeah. with and yeah. loads and loads of references to to many 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 things which i'm probably still trying to figure out the last yep. time the last time I was trying to work this out I think was um yeah uh, mother but yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so it's it's similar along those lines, but it didn't it didn't um it didn't really, really grab me and I would have yeah. liked to have known a bit more about the uh, the, the flashback scenes, you know, about the T V show. Yeah. So, yeah because
1: yeah. Yeah, there is. As we said, Jordan Peele—he usually has other things on his mind whenever he makes a film. It's not just—it's <laughs> not just, just straight horror film. There's always oh, there's some societal commentary that's on his mind, and he has a whole bunch. And and there's a whole bunch of things that people have talked about. They're saying, "Oh, it's about our addiction to spectacle." It's actually like a treatise on Hollywood. I've mm. got to be honest. I did not get any of that. A lot oh, of no, the no, reviews. No. A lot of the reviews that I've read, I'm like, what? How did you? How did you? What do you, you mean about, What are you talking yeah, yeah. about? Hollywood is—they're like, oh, this is a blockbuster that asks us, why do we keep looking for things, big things in blockbusters? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get any of that. I no. thought, if, I thought for me it was more of a treatise on the on like you know on reality TV. Sense,
0: yeah, reality TV, maybe sensationalism about. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, what, like what, 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 um, like, like you know, for instance, that, you know, you, some of the friend. things that some some of the things that we're in, you know, that will grab people is things sometimes that are not really should should yeah. say the nicest things, you know, but yeah. it grabs the attention and 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 gets loads of loads of yeah. media media coverage because yeah. of the nature of what it is. So and I like sure love a island reference to that. Yeah, like
1: love, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like love island. Like for, <laughs> for, for instance, love island. I I um I I was I was listening to. If you find it on there's a there's a series called like a podcast series called Unreal on BBC on the BBC Sounds app and gives you like a critical, re- a critical history of reality TV. And they talk about reality TV and they say, is it like, you know, the lowest form of entertainment or is it the thing that tells us the most about ourselves as human beings? And I can see that argument, but mm. I am more on the long, along the lines of Love Island is going to, it, it shows that society is destroyed. <laughs> I know, I'm definitely more. On the, and I think, I feel like there's more in this thing that made me start thinking about reality TV and about what people will do to get on tv and about the society that says if you do this and you get on tv you've got this and there's a bit where they become where it becomes this uh, there's a scene where there's somebody on a motorcycle in this film that gets that very much sort of like directly talks about that talk, talks about the kind of like gossip magazine culture that yeah, we yeah, have yeah yeah yeah. there's a yeah. scene in that but i'll tell you that sean what you're talking about saying about how, how there's all sorts of stuff in this film this it reminded me a bit in a film that we disagreed on, a film that you loved and that I do I think is massively overrated, Ma- Mad Max Fury Road. In that oh, when, yeah, I was, yeah. when I was watching Mad Max Fury Road, because when you, when you mentioned Mother as well, I had a similar thing where I was like, I'm going to be thinking about this film for the next couple of days. Aren't I? <laughs> I'm going to be thinking about this for the next couple of days trying to figure out exactly what was going on. And, but with Mad Max Fury Road, I remember watching that and I remember thinking there's a whole world in here that somebody who's made this film has figured out everything in this whole world and has a whole bunch of things but is not telling you (laughs) what is going on in this world. And I figure that, I think they do, I think Jordan Peele does something very similar with this film where he has a whole bunch of things that he's put in there because there's this world, there's just this stuff happening and it's kind of left up to you to try and figure out what he's getting at. Like he, like there's a bit, the film starts off, as you said, with a scene on uh on a a sitcom that was in like the nineties or something. On the or like it's like a, a TV sitcom that's filmed on a stage and it starts off with something bad happens there. Obviously it's a horror movie, something bad happens on this and the and it starts with that and they keep coming back to it. And it is and you that is one of the you're going, okay, you finish mm-hmm. watching the film and like what was the point of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what were they? What were they trying to say with that? I mean, everything that happens in it is intriguing. Everything that happens in it is engaging. But you're like, how did that link with the big story? And then we find out about this thing that happens later on in the main story about the ranch, and this is something that might be dangerous on the ranch. So I, I, I thought it was. I think there were some really, really great shots in this film. There was, there was one particular shot where I don't even know how I can describe it, but. Okay, Sean, you've seen the film, so I'll say it's the bit where after they have the show, after they have the show where they have the horse in the box and everybody is waiting to see what happens, is- there's a scene after that. It's most It's mostly red. It's mostly red. And that scene is haunting. It's actually like a bit, oh, oh, oh my God, is that what's going on here? Is that what this film's about? Oh! Oh. Yes,
0: yes, 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 oh. and which is, my... which is in some strange way, I believe that and some strange way is related to the TV show. I don't know why. I just said uh, There is there definitely a link. So, there's a connection there, there but there's, I can't there's,
1: work there's out a what connection it was. there, but it's not. It's, it's like what was going on here, and and the and I think I, the, and the film doesn't really show itself as a horror movie. Although there's one particular shot, there's one particular shot where somehow, somehow a whole house gets bathed in blood. Mm. And and that shot is almost kind of like, you know, like a Dario Argento type thing where you look at it and you go, this is a very blatant, ooh, we're making a horror film here. Yeah. <laughs> but but apart from that, a lot of the film, I don't think it's that much of a horror. No, I, no, think... No, I don't think it's that much of a horror. It is, I mean, there's some bits in it which I don't know are red herrings.
0: I mean, shall I just mention uh, Shoe? But anyway, you know, yeah. Shoe, like, yeah. Shoe, yeah? <laughs> shoe. So so it's like, you know, it's like wow. Wow, wow
1: that's that's bizarre. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So uh, okay, so that's a ten minutes, Sean. So right, okay. we oh, that went quick. That went quick. It 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 does, it does. Yeah, yeah. So so now we, we but without We've tried our very best not to spoil it. This is a kind of film where, as you can imagine, we could go on and we could probably do like a four-hour discussion yeah, yeah, about, how imagine. about this, how about that, how about that? Um, but we're trying to tell you about it in 10 minutes. But the main thing is, would we recommend that you go, do, you go watch it so that you can get involved in your own four-hour discussion about exactly what this film's all about? Yeah, yeah. How many stars would you give it, Sean? Okay, the the um, it was really intriguing,
0: and there was a lot to think about, and there was a lot in there, but it didn't really it didn't really grab me so I can't I don't think I can stretch to a four I think it's going to be it was okay and it was interesting and there were bits in it that I enjoyed mm-hmm. um, but yeah I think for me it's a it's a three it's not there wasn't enough of wow factor some parts were did seem to, to to drag out a little bit you know there was a few moments where it was like a so yeah so for me it's a three star and yep. by the yeah for me it's a three star by the way uh, there is a bit of a Tenuous link with the character in the background. Oh, oh Michael. yes. Yeah, you probably yeah, know the uh, film and the actor, but... Do you... I,
1: actually, I actually forgot about doing the background quiz. I forgot this, about that.
0: I thought about... I thought on this one because...
1: Okay, all right. Oh, we'll do that afterwards. Let me give okay, my... Okay, sure. Let, yeah. let me give my rating. So with me, I think that this was... Um, because I expected us to disagree on this film. Mm. I, I really didn't expect us to disagree on this film. And um, so there's been more agreement than I thought. And I thought about it and everything. And I agree with you that the, the, the characters are almost a little bit distant. Mm. I mean, yeah. Daniel Daniel Kaluuya in this film. Like, the first scene, that almost the first scene he shows up, the bit where they're on the Hollywood set with the horse and everything, he his character I was just kind of like, why are you doing, why are you like that? You, That's just annoying. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, you might be introverted or anything like that, but it's just annoying right now. It's really getting on my nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, um and so you, you had that, I mean, Kiki Palmer, her, her character is a bit more, a bit more uh, um, engaging, I think. Mm, but yes. I, I know what you mean. There's a bit of distance. There's a bit of distance where I don't, particularly think you end up caring that much for the character
0: that's it that's it yeah that's the word yeah,
1: yeah you don't yeah. you don't you're not really
0: bothered oh well if you know if something happens then you're not like oh no yeah one you know, yeah, yeah. way or really, the
1: other you don't really end up caring for the characters you're like oh, no. okay get out of the way i just need to figure out what's going on <laughs> get out of the way so i can figure out what's happening in this film no emotional
2: investment
1: that, I, I don't think you get that emotionally invested in the characters i've got to be honest with you so uh but in the end, I think it just about slips into a four for me. Just about slips into a four. I mean, I although I, I agree with you, and I think we've had the same battle. <laughs> I think we've had the same battle as to it. But I've just about slipped into a four. But it's, okay. it's, a, it's an only just thing. Only it's just a, thing. It's, a, it's an only just thing. So that is it for um, that. So, oh, no, three and a half stars for Nope. But the main thing is go watch it yourself. And get involved in your own four-hour yes, conversation yes. As, to, as to what this film actually is. What is this film? What does it mean? What the heck is going on? Right. And now that is a cinema section going on. So the next we're going to go over to Netflix and its streaming friends. And Holly, because you have been patient enough to sit us mm. prattling about something in which we probably told you nothing about it because we didn't want to give you any spoilers we'll let you fire off with what you have seen and you have um i recommended something a while back and you went to watch raw on apple tv plus so do you want to fire off and tell us about raw on apple tv plus what is this
2: And I'm going to start by actually reading the IMDB description because I think actually that's an easier way to then ease into it. So it's it's an anthology series and it is described as an insightful, poignant and sometimes hilarious portrait of what it means to be a woman today, featuring a unique blend of magical realism, familiar domestic professional scenarios and futuristic worlds. Um, It's an eight episode series where every every episode focuses around and i think this is sort of the description of a it's been described elsewhere as being a sort of modern modern fables almost sort of fairy tale yeah and it's, so it's these eight eight episodes of different stories focusing on different experiences uh, and representations of things that are you know that are the experience of being a woman, one that or, that jumps out to me is called the uh, the woman who was kept on a shelf. We
1: oh yes, yeah.
2: Uh, yes, the woman who was kept on a shelf, which is, at, without going into any detail and spoiling it, about a woman who is kept <laughs> on a shelf.
1: As in the as in the as in the literal sense. Sure. Let's let's put this way. Let's put it this way. Oh, it this wow, way. Okay. Every episode of this is called. The woman who blah 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 dot dot dot. Okay. Literally. Okay. Right. Literally. Okay. <laughs> like cool. in, in the, in the, in the write up, they, they go the woman who's dot dot, dot dot dot. Literally. So the titles of these episodes are very literal. Yeah. Like when they say oh, okay. this, that literally happens. Wow. So
0: is- how, how long are the episodes, Holly? How long? Um,
2: they are half an hour. Jordan. Oh, oh wait,
0: that's not too bad. Though.
2: So, the first one was the woman who disappeared. The second yep. one is the woman who ate photographs. Yep. And the third is the woman who was kept on a shelf. Then we have the woman who found bite marks on her skin, the woman who was fed by a duck, uh, the woman who <laughs> murdered, uh, the woman who returned her husband, and the girl who loved horses. Yes. We have one girl, um, all of the rest are women. And they are. They're interesting allegories, I suppose, for for want of a for want of a better word. Yes, and they do they 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 are very insightful, and they they examine a particular. It's not just a female experience; though many of them are female experiences, uh, but some of them are around race, uh, or the, certainly the the you know the you know the race you know sort of you know, female feminism intersection. Yep. Yep. Um, and they are, they're quite fascinating. It's the cast is brilliant.
1: Yeah, the, the cast is top right. The class, yeah. cast is absolutely top rate.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, amongst others, uh, Nicole Kidman and uh, Merit Weaver, who I'm, you know. Yeah.
1: Merit Mer- Weaver is amazing. You've got Issa Rae, you've got Cynthia Revo, You've got Audra, oh, the lady who was in The Hunt. Yeah. The la- yeah. Oh. Sean, oh right. Okay. Yeah. Sean I, like Sean, Sean, I said this specifically yeah. for you. She, uh, she's the she's the woman who was kept on a shelf, shelf, literally. Yes. Uh,
2: Betty Gilpin.
1: Yes. Um, Betty Gilpin. That's it. Yeah.
2: And Mira Sayal, who is the um. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah,
1: she, she returns her husband.
2: Uh, let's see, Yes. So yes, Merritt Weaver was fed by a duck. Yeah. Uh, Paul Kidman ate photographs. Yep. Uh it was a uh, Cynthia Ambia, uh, so, sorry, since, uh, Cynthia Arivo, C- called Ambia. Yeah, she
1: she found found bite marks on her skin. Oh,
2: no, she bite so, marks on her skin. Sorry, yes, Alison Brie yeah, is uh, the
1: woman who solved her own murder. Her
2: own murder. Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> so, so okay, so Holly, so it's Holly,
2: is Ray, who disappeared. Um,
1: yeah, he, so the one who disappeared.
2: Yeah. Just, oh, she was so good.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, so Holly. I originally saw this because I don't know when when Ro was released. Oh, and this was before I got my access to Disney. Oh no, Apple TV Plus. And so I went to watch Apple. So I went to watch it, and after watching it, I was like, I can't talk about this without a woman being present. I think Sean's just Sean's had some connection issues. But don't
2: the, us anymore,
1: yeah, yeah. So uh, and I was thinking, I can't talk about this without having a woman present. I cannot. I I I just I I. I feel like if I was to review this, because it's talking a lot about the experience of being a woman, I feel like there's going to be a lot of missing the point if a man comes and goes. Well, I'll tell you what I thought about the woman experience. So I asked you. I said I need to talk. I need a woman. So, what did you think about this in 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 in, a, in its entirety? What did you think about this show?
2: I thoroughly enjoyed it. There was mm-hmm. the odd episode that I was less keen on. Yep. But as an overarching experience, I found it fascinating. Yep. Uh, in many cases, amusing. Yep. In insightful, yep. Um uh, I definitely laughed a lot at some of it. Yeah. Some of it was sort of chilling, Viewing, um, as it will sound old, the woman who was fed by a duck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> really,
2: it's it, it get that that one gets under your skin. Uh, I would say, and and to some extent, yes, the the woman who who was kept on a shelf is a yeah, and and the woman who disappeared is
1: yeah. I, I mean, I think the woman who disappeared. I think it, it's yeah, yeah it. it well okay my, first of all one of my problems that i one of the problems i had with this show is that i thought like i know they say the woman who blah 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 literally and it's based on a series on a book that's by celia ahern Her- Her- and yeah. that is the same the similar kind of thing but i thought that i thought that a lot of the because uh, obviously oh you call these titles they're metaphors they're metaphors for what happens to what happens in women's but I thought that they were very very first base like I thought I, I always thought that okay like oh the woman who was kept on the shelf I thought this is okay this is the starting point and then we're going to go somewhere with it but I found that a lot of the a lot of the episodes didn't go past that starting point it's the woman who's kept on the shelf she was kept in the, and so I'm like okay cool I can, I can kind of see where they're going there I can understand okay a woman is kept on the shelf or that she's kind of like a trophy and everything like that okay I get that but then you watch the episode and I'm like Oh, that's all it is. That that's it's like it doesn't seem to go past the first base. And this is why I wanted to speak to a woman because I'm like I think I might be missing something here because yeah. I'm thinking I feel like it didn't go past the first base of what this was about. The woman who found the bite marks on her skin, and that
2: the, the, d- that did that was that I found was quite interesting in uh, what it un, in some of what it unpicked
1: yeah I just I, I still felt it was first base I I, I felt I felt like it, it's kind of like with almost every episode I felt like they made their point in the first five minutes and then the rest of the episode I'm kind of like make another point but no it was just the same point being almost laboured Almost laboured, and but but and and this is why I was like, I want a woman's point of view on this because I feel like there might be sort of like lived experiences that you have every single day that yes. invest how you go about doing this. Like the Nicole Kidman episode is like, oh, am I a mum or am I a daughter? The woman who found bite marks on her skin, can I have everything? Or oh, what's that going to take from me? And 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 I just. Yeah, and, and this was the problem I've, I found. I just kept finding them a bit first base and not really going anywhere. <laughs> I think but,
2: sometimes that's what, almost what one needs, though. Okay. Is that, is that the, I, I'm trying to think that, oh, now, you know, episode, episode one was the, the woman who disappeared and you sort of, you progressively saw it coming, yeah. but each of them you saw a resolution in general. Yeah. Yeah. And whilst the problem itself may not be wildly complicated, I'm sort of thinking this through as I as I say it. Yeah. The problem itself, the, the premise is i may have a cat joining me shortly the premise it may be relatively simplistic but it shines a light on something that is in and of itself both simplistic but
1: complicated
2: complicated and you to some extent you almost you almost need to not complicate things and i, I it's not the best thing i've ever watched and you know we'll deal with scores and everything else but i think actually because so many things are complicated layers in life that you don't very often get something that is a pure sort of isolated um is joining in now isolated view of a single relatively speaking a single issue yeah so again i am I'm sort of in, investigating what I think of it as i as I speak here
1: yeah no no uh, uh, but it it is that kind of thing i think I think they the creators more than anything else want to make you think
2: yeah and i and uh, i and, and I think it made me think and I, and I, <laughs> it's continuing to make me think
1: yeah uh, uh, it, it, it just it just felt a little bit first base to me that 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 was the thing although I have to agree with you, my favorite episode is the girl the was it the woman the woman who was fed by a duck. I yes. don't. I don't understand the title. I don't understand what that has to do with anything. But the story that it tells, and about how someone can get drawn into a toxic relationship, I. I thought. I thought that that was the one where I was like, okay, you're actually giving me something a little bit more than the first.
2: But it's. I think it's because the because of the bizarreity of many of them, because they are so you know fantastical and and ridiculous, that you are able to. Folks, I mean, that's the thing about about fairy tales is that they are they they take you out and help you look at something in a different see an issue in a different context it's same, it's sort of the same view I have about um about a lot of sci-fi and fantasy writing is that you see real life issues but you see them represented in a different sort of environment so you can focus on the the concepts with okay. it, taken away from your own, in you're you're taken okay. slightly further away from your own innate biases, which we okay.
1: didn't have. Yes. So All I mean, right. So, so we we've gone to that time. We've gone to that time. Not 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 to sort of like you know reinforce the point of raw and being a man telling a woman to stop talking and give me and give me a number. <laughs>
2: I would have this once, but don't do it again.
1: Okay, fine, fine. Uh but how many stars would you give Raw as a or as a series of a raw?
2: I think it's a three and a half because and I know we're you know, I know we're a bit, you know, iffy about halves, but but given, you know, the woman who was fed by a duck is an absolute five for me. And I can't remember off the top of my head which ones I thought were yeah, certainly yeah. A closer to a two or a one. But so I think on balance probably a three and a half reflects the
1: Sean, Sean you're yeah, looking you You're going to say
0: something. I was just going to say, perhaps what you should do, the pair of years sometimes, like me and Tozin do with our animated series, is maybe do it episode by episode and then, yeah, then yeah, get that's, yourself I, a good average, because that works pretty well, I
1: think. I, I was, I was going to suggest that, that Holly and I, we get together and we do, uh, we do one of our, I think we call it episode by episode. That's yeah. what we're going to start calling them. Our episode for anthology series, we do an episode by episode thing, because each one of them is pretty much its own small film. It's mm-hmm. on short film and and do that. Although Sean, I would say if you're going to watch this, the episode that I think you will both love and also get annoyed by it, <laughs> is the girl who loved horses, the final episode, because oh. that is all a western. All yes. right. Okay. Okay. The whole the whole thing is a western, and there's bits. what I was watching this, I was like, "Ooh, western." Sean will like this, <laughs> so there's also, but there's also bits of it I was going, "Oh, Sean won't like that." <laughs> <laughs> I like, it might it, it, it set off sean's why would you do that or oh, hang on a second what how does that make any sense so of radar? it might set it off but i think that that would be uh, if you're going to watch one episode watch the girl who loved horses because i think that i think you would quite like that one all right so three and a half and uh uh i uh, well i was expecting from that you would you would go a little bit uh if, four, i was thinking it was going to be a three and a half because for me i would probably give it a three I'll give it, a th- a, I'll give
2: it- a up to because I've just been glancing down the list of episodes again and thinking, actually, no, I do think it's a four. Yeah. Uh, because I think on balance, they pretty much all sat at a three or four, except for one which I didn't really enjoy as much.
1: All right, cool. You, which one was that? Which one was that?
2: I didn't particularly like The Girl Who Loved Horses.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Didn't, it didn't <laughs> it. Um, yeah I mean it, it's beautifully shot it's very it has a lot of western tropes in it, but at the end you're like what <laughs> and and even the, and it's one of the few ones where the title of the episode has almost nothing to do with what actually happens in the episode <laughs> and
0: the one
2: i the one I most enjoyed was probably the one that made me smile the most was the woman who returned her husband, oh yeah, um, and the woman who solved drone murder was quite fascinating in many in yeah. ways.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, we'll have to do, we'll um, we
1: we, we we'll do episode by episode thing. That's for another time. But for now, let's go on to the next thing on streaming. And that is going to be Sean. Sean has been, now it was, it was Sean's time to sit down and be like, you know, all quiet and all, and all um, patient and get knocked off with zoom and then come back on. Uh, so now Sean, the question is, it's up to you. You're going to talk about the war, of, war of 1812, which you yes. saw, and I think it was on on uh, on Freevee. I, I actually watched it on Freevee, yeah, because while well, I was doing with the stick, and
0: I just thought, oh, it's a free season. But I see it's also on on most of the streaming platforms. It's actually on most of the streaming platforms. I think so. You could watch it with it. The thing is with Freevee, it's quite interesting because you you know, do
1: this, get, is, this is Amazon. It's kind of like an it's a version of Amazon. Amazon, but has ads ads yes everything yes. on it is free i don't think you you don't even have to have an account to watch it no. but it, it just has ads so yes.
0: yeah and it says uh, and it lets you know when they're coming up yeah cool. so this you, i mean i mean i i am really into my documentaries especially anything to do with military history so yes. this 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 one was a four part documentary about the war of 1812 and it's it's a war that isn't really really covered much in 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 a lot of a lot of places it was where we went to war with the USA And um, we basically uh, it was where America decided, well, well, things were going on in Europe with Napoleon and what have you. It was decided, the Americans decided, oh, this might be an ideal opportunity to find some sort of excuses to invade Canada. And maybe we can we can, uh, you know, take part of Canada. So and also so the excuses they used were British ships were were stopping American ships and taking the soldiers taking the taking the sailors on and impressing them. And also the Indians were were up the Indians up in the Can or sorry we should call them the First Nation. The First mm-hmm. Nations were up in the up in up in Canada. And so the Americans decided they might take advantage of the turmoil that was gone in Europe and have a make a war and then try and make a little excursion or a couple of excursions into Canada. So basically it's it's a documentary of the battles and the first couple is about america's because because i mean i don't know huge amounts about this war. i know we burnt the white house i know we we we, yeah, 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 yeah. we we burnt the white House. so the beginning of the war was was where americans made incursions into canada and basically it was an alliance of canadians and some british soldiers and a confederation of the first nation tribes under someone called the Cumpsy. So, and they repelled the American attacks, and it was a bit, a bit forward and a bit backwards. And so, the first two sort of concentrate on the start. The second episode is about some of the battles about Canada, and then as it gets towards the end, obviously, the the Napoleon sort of finished doing his things in Europe, and this free to and, and which frees up British troops to come across. Hence, that's when the White House got burnt, and. Yeah it was decided in the end the Treaty of Ghent, which is quite which is quite knowledgeable. But of course, it wasn't known in the States until about uh you know twelve days afterwards. So there was a big battle. There's the big battle of New Orleans, which is, is famously, you know, is one of the American victories. And yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, so always celebrated. Don't fire till you see the whites of their eyes, Andrew Jackson, all that. So and it was uh it was it was cut with they would have like the people narrating like diaries of of you know so the characters would be people dressed up and they'd say yes well i was you know i could see all my friends were being ki-. so yeah yeah so, yeah so it's interspersed with, with people with what experiences real life experiences yeah uh, and then a bit of history and they showed a few there was a few blurred out scenes of some of the battles which were obviously from from different movies which i noticed was probably like waterloo which and so but it's all the same period, so it was fair enough. And what's interesting is in, um, in this War of 1812, this is when America started to build the decent ships. And you, you know that famous film, Master and Commander? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, right, okay. That actually takes Format place, Day. yes. In the book, in the book <laughs> by Gilman, that is actually the, the, the ship that is French. In Master and Commander in the book is actually an American sloop, which are very fast and very shocked. They shocked shot the um so yeah, but they because it was an American movie, they couldn't have a American ship. So they couldn't have an American ship be the yes. radar, yeah. So <laughs> yes. but anyway, back back to the documentary. So yeah, so you've got it, it documents the whole the battles, the people's experiences. You've got a lot of characters, and it explained quite a lot to me. It was really, really informative. Oh, welcome to ne- it was really, really informative and uh i really i thought it was an excellent i thought it was excellent i i, I really really liked it um because sometimes some of these documentaries can be a bit you know especially the i think they call them docudramas don't they you know oh. some docudrama type things it wasn't quite in that vein because but it was well uh, where, it, where they reenact stuff they reenact stuff and yeah 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 they reenact stuff so you could see and obviously they used real reenactors because i mean reenacting is is huge around the world you know american civil war and napoleonics the english yes. civil war with the steel knot. so obviously and you quite often find in a lot of these documentaries they do use the you know
1: hi- hist- well, well essentially it'll be the history buffs because yeah, people, for his,
0: this is for history buffs yes
1: yeah the, the people who the people who will go and spend a weekend dressed up like it's part of the American Civil War and are, or we are the red coats we're the blue coats and everything like that and and they'll go and spend a weekend in a, it's it's a it's a form of yeah. larping almost like live action role play well, where they, where they'll go there and they'll do the whole thing and those people are knowledgeable about their subject they know it because they live this up and they love it so it makes sense to involve those people
0: if well as i say i used to do it myself so I, uh, if Did i can you... remember next time I, i'll bring up a picture of me when i was uh Did so you... i've got a few yeah i've got a few pictures
1: and okay uh, okay, okay okay quickly before we get oh uh, sorry wef- yeah yeah we yeah be- before before we question. no no before we get the star rating so what way what scenarios or what battles was it that you re
0: well I was in a, I was in an um, organization called Soscan, the Southern Skirmish Society, which was American Civil War. Oh yeah, um, I was Federal's so or Union, whereas most people wanted to be. It's really funny with these reenactment societies. It's like the Roundheads and Cavaliers. Everybody wants to be a Cavalier because they're all like flashy and showy and nice, and you know, and nobody wants to be.
1: A, so, and, and, and let me guess, did the Cavaliers win?
0: No, they didn't.
1: No. Oh, no. and everybody they, wants to? okay. That's that's well, that's, that's, that's no sorry. That's thought.
0: that's the English. We're talking about the English. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The yeah. sealed knot. Yeah. No, the cavaliers were for the royalists, you know, but they were all, oh, the, yeah. all the all the plumes and all the lovely. Now, in good hair, yeah, in the American Civil War, the Confederates were all like, you know, they, they, they they've got let's just say they've got the more colorful characters. So, yes, if someone was reenacting, the Confederate troops would generally outnumber the federal troops, when in real life, it was totally the <laughs> other, other way, way around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, so, and it was, you know, you you'd camp out, you go for a weekend. We even, we even used to do the last show was a show called Bath and it was the American Museum in Bath and an American Admiral would come and give you, if you did 25 shows, they give you, give you a, a <laughs> payment. so yeah, so I'll try and find
1: some photos for you. But yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Okay, so star, star rating, what are we talking? Okay, I really
0: like this. I thought it was really, really good, really informative. As I say, even the, the, sometimes I can get bugged by people saying, you know, where they, they get like a,
1: like uh, a talking a head, a mid
0: a mid shot of someone saying, "Well, I was, I remember the time. Do you know what I mean?" And oh, it's
1: all the-. I remember, I <laughs> remember, yeah. I remember my, I remember Betty, my wife back home, who was waiting for me with yeah. her four kids, and I would write to her every day saying, "When I get home, we'll build that house." Yeah, yeah, uh, that's <laughs> it, that's it. Yes, he died. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, he died. So, yeah,
0: but no, this was. I really enjoyed this. In fact, I I binge watched this one because. Oh right, it was that good. So the four episodes, yeah. They are about an hour each, but yeah, and no, I really like this four star. This one,
1: oh, four star for the War of eighteen twelve. Yes. Is that where the eighteen twelve overture comes from?
0: No, the eighteen twelve is Napoleon's retreat from Moscow. So, oh, uh, and that's if you hear that we go ba 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, they're the cannons firing. So, and that's yeah. when eighteen twelve was when Napoleon was basically defeated, and then there was a, um, a, so that's that freed up. That freed, the, up, the, that freed up the army to go to america to, to go to america and fight 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 the ah, americans so that's or... that, that that's when the white house got burnt. that's when you know uh, we, but, yeah. we we started to do some bad things to the. whereas before like before 1812 it had been very much a defensive battle very much you it's know like... to stop, stop the americans taking canada
1: it's, it's like I'm like, what? You mean historically the English went and did bad things in the other <laughs> bits of the world? Wow! No, you'd never believe it, would you? I, I
2: personally could knock me over the feather. What?
1: No way! No, way. Uh, no I'll, I've got to send you this thing that's so, uh, that so uh, that actually, no, I've got to find it. I'll find it on my phone and read it out. And it is. It I thought it was quite funny, especially in in the lights of the. In the light of the fact that we just had the Commonwealth Games, which, as somebody who was part of a former English colony, I have mixed feelings about. (laughs) But I have have mixed feelings about, but I think, and okay, this is is what was said to me. It says, the most common national celebration on Earth is actually a holiday shared by 65 different countries on different days in each country on an annual basis, averaging out to being celebrated somewhere on the planet every six days, independence from the British.
0: <laughs>
1: wow! Well, there you go. See, yeah. So, yeah. so every six days, a country celebrates being getting independence from the British. <laughs> and, but anyway, and that's the political section of the of the thing. I, th- I, I,
0: I think we were probably the first to start that. I think we were probably the first to start the the um well, giving, colonizing. giving countries independence. Yeah. So, but can you tell me who was the last? That's an interesting one for you.
1: Well, the last country to give another country independence? Yes,
0: yes. The last country to start giving their overseas territories independence. Belgium?
1: No. No, Belgium.
2: That was... Congo was Belgium.
1: Yeah, because King Leopold, what he did, oh, that guy was... uh, Wow. Yeah, yeah, that was (laughs) awful, yeah.
0: No, I'll tell you, because I was going for ages, it was actually Portugal. Um, So, in 1976, they finally gave up on... Six? I think it was... was, um,
1: well, you say up. you say that you say that but there is uh what they call the chagos islands or the chagos islands all right okay are still a british colony <laughs> okay okay well i didn't know that so you say uh, that but the chagos islands are still a british colony off the coast do they oh, want to
0: be do they want to be that's the thing because i know no, there's some
1: uh, it's like it's like uh, french some of the french colonies they, they well, want no, to stay I'll tell you what happened because the Chagos Islands, the British took over it and they kicked off all the native people because they wanted to use the island as a military base. Oh, so okay. the Chagos, there's actually a massive co- a massive campaign at the moment where the Chagos Islanders are trying to get the island back because you have Chagos Islands uh, Islanders all around the world who are not allowed to go back because it's a British base. Their entire home has been turned into a British base. And so they have like a football team but they can't actually go there. And it's, oh. there's a whole there's a thing on the BBC wow. if, you, if you look it up, Chagos Islands. Um, so... And they and they're saying oh we can't let it go because it's too strategic. And so there's a whole thing. So yeah, there's still there's still an active British colony uh, where maybe. where where the people don't want it people don't want it to be But anyway, never no, no, no Okay, 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 I'm trying to stop the political section of the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. because I can go on. <laughs> I, and under, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I can go on. And let's go and talk about something that is totally, <laughs> totally like in the direct opposite of this thing, and let's talk about luck on Apple TV Plus. Now, Apple TV Plus, obviously, they've been doing the whole thing, and they've been trying to get all sorts of different things going on. They're trying to get the kids shows going, and this is them essentially Apple TV's first go at trying to do something in the Pixar realm of things. So they're essentially going, yeah, you know, we want some of that Pixar love, we want some of that, and so they have they've got John Lasseter on board. John Lasseter, who set up Pixar, was. He directed the first toy story or the first two toy stories, and he was but he left Pixar under a bit of a cloud where there was some there was some stuff where it was like a sexual harassment suit which when I read the this the thing boiled down to he hugged people too much and and so he left Pixar so that it wouldn't but now he's back working in animation and um so in this film this is one of those films where you have a lady in the film called Sam and she is she is an orphan she's been in orphanages. she's 18 years old so she's about to sort of like age out of the system so to say and she is like the unluckiest person in the world whatever if there's anything bad that can happen it happens to her and so that's why she's uh, when she was going to find her when somebody was going to come adopt her on the day of the adoption. They sort of pulled in and said, sorry, no, we're not going to do it anymore. She she sort of like tries to do a dance while being filmed and everything falls on the top of her head. She goes to her house and she's trying to get like um uh, she's trying to go to her first day at work and um her alarm doesn't go off right. And when she gets into a bicycle, there's a flat tire. And so she just has to deal with a whole bunch of bad luck. Uh, but she oh. has a younger friend called Hazel, who is so she, Sam is eighteen. Hazel looked like maybe she's about ten, and she's also in the orphanage and she's looking to get adopted. And Sam, all Sam wants in the whole world is for Hazel to have some good luck and for Hazel to not have the bad luck she has and to find her forever family. So one day, Sam is sat down somewhere. A black cat comes along. She's um she shares shares a sandwich with the back black car, cat. And then when the cat walks off, you know the whole thing of find a penny, pick it up all day long. You have good luck. Good luck. Yeah. She, she finds a penny. She picks it up. And then the next morning, when she wakes up, everything goes perfectly. So she's the kind of person where usually she tries to get her toaster to work. The toaster doesn't work. Toaster doesn't work. When When the toaster eventually works, she butters the side of the toast, and then the toast always lands like you know, like the the toast flies across the room, lands jam side up on the wall, flows down the wall, lands jam side on the floor, and everything. But the next day, when she has this penny, she does the toast. The toaster works. She gets the toast, the toast falls out of her hand, but, the, but when the toast falls out of her hand, it actually sort of lands perfectly, jam like, you know, with a non jam side down on the plate. Then she sort of, like, flips, hits the plate, the plate lands directly in the dishwasher, the toast lands in her hand, and she realizes, oh my god, this really is a lucky penny, it's a brilliant lucky penny. But then, oh, which unfortunately, through a contrived series of circumstances, she flushes down the toilet. Then she finds the black cat, and she's just talking to the black cat, going, oh, my God, I lost the lucky penny. And the black cat turns to her and goes, what do you mean you lost my penny? And she's <laughs> like, oh, you can talk? And so she, then, then it turns out through a whole thing that this cat is actually a lucky cat and lives in the land of luck. And the land of luck is, so think Monsters, Inc., where you have, like, you know, a monster's world, and there's a whole other world called the Land of Luck, where you go in there, and she sort of sneaks into the Land of Luck after the cat, and she's like, I'm not leaving until I get a lucky penny, because I want to give a lucky penny to my friend Hazel, so that she can get adopted. So on and so forth. There's a lot of plot for a kid's movie in there. And so it becomes this um, quest to find a lucky penny in the Land of Luck, to take it back to the... And then you go in there, you find out about the Land of Luck. Uh, The Land of Luck is populated almost exclusively with I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to do it so that it's lucky creatures from different cultures or the kind of cultures that different the kind of creatures different cultures seem to be lucky there's a whole bunch of leprechauns there there's a whole bunch of leprechauns there's a wish dragon which I know is a Chinese thing there's a whole bunch of pigs I don't know where which culture sees pigs as lucky or sees maybe Vietnamese maybe 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 and uh, there's a whole bunch of rabbits as well and I just realized rabbit's foot. I just realized rabbit's foot so there's a whole bunch of rabbits and uh, in there and you have but the, when they go into the land of luck there's just it, I think it's overly complicated it's not like you know when you had Monsters Inc and it was easy saying okay this is what goes on blah 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 blah. but there's so much stuff that they explain about good luck and bad luck and you put it in the randomizing split around and you go to bad luck and bad luck everything works the opposite and you kind of get lost and they try and make it a big part of the film, but you're like, oh, I'm just not going to, I'm just going to ignore that. And they come out to a point where, where the action starts going again. And it, it goes on. And I think the longer it goes on, the more generic it becomes. And it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's, it's, it's made for kids and it's made for kids. Like, you know how you can say like um, in Pixar, it's made for kids, but there's usually like a dual layer where there's a layer that kids get. And there's a layer that only adults get. This doesn't quite have that. I think it's made for kids in sort of like a simple layer. Uh, the bit that's supposed to be for adults might be about like you know they they have this section of, in bad luck, uh, and there's a whole section about dog poop. <laughs> oh, uh, Holly says pig, pigs are lucky in Germany and Scandinavia, so it's and uh, a whole section about dog poop and like they talk about okay dog poop where I've tracked it in the house and and it, it it's all right, but I think in the end I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. I think the strongest bit of the storyline is. The fact that this person, all they want in life is for something good to happen for her friend. And I think that bit is actually quite affecting. It, it's, it's quite affecting the rest of it. But the, the cast, I mean, it's got Simon Pegg. He voices the black cats. You've got Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda voices Ooh. a wish dragon. The one thing is that even though I'm not Irish, the accents <laughs> of the leprechauns are terrible. Are terrible. <laughs> are terrible. I mean, and especially because, uh, okay, especially because you. There's there's a bit where they have these two female leprechauns and they're having a chat and they're talking about. We all know Cherish Ronan, right? And Shershi Ronan has been in the public eye long enough and been nominated for enough awards for everybody. Even though I remember the first time I ever saw the name and I was trying to pronounce it, I was like, Suarez. <laughs> but eventually you know that it's Cherchi it's pronounced Cherchi and the fact that this is a film that has obviously had money put in it has been made by Apple and they totally murderized the pronunciation of Cherchi makes me go you could have done that better yeah <laughs> You, you you could have done as it. just like be better, but the Irish accents are terrible because I think only one Irish person actually voices a leprechaun. The rest are just voice actors like well-known voice actors like Grey Delise, who can't do Irish. They do like you know weird American ideas of what an Irish accent is and bad. So all in all, I'll give Luck three. I'll give Luck three. I think it's good. It's a distracting enough watch. I watched it with my with my daughter because yeah needed something nice bright and colourful to make her sort of chill for a while and I was like okay cool yeah yeah it's alright so three stars for luck and now um, okay let's do this first who do you think has won this week because we have had cinema and we've had Netflix and we've had one representation from cinema but we've also had, we had three positions from Netflix and Friends but who do we think has won this week overall um, I reckon it could be a tie I don't know
0: I don't know I could be wrong but it might be a tie
2: I think it's a very slight win for Cinema.
1: Slight. Slight win for cinema. Slight. So Holly, you say slight win for cinema. Sean, oh. you say a tie. Yeah, this is decimal. We're,
2: da- we're down to, you know, decimal yeah,
1: point. I, I, I would give you the... I would tell you guys both that you are both right. It is very, very, very close. But in the binary world where there's winners and losers, I have to let you know that this week sean gets it it is a dead tie wow <laughs> it's a dead tie because we have th- oh, an average sean you and i gave nope 3.5 and with giving the war on eighteen twelve four, given giving raw 3.5 and giving luck three it comes to an average of 3.5 wow wow because average, so so this week we have a dead tie all right so now we get over to pray we spoke about Prey last week. Yes. It, yeah, we spoke about Prey. Sean and I spoke about Prey last week. And um this and um we gave our review of it and uh, talking about it on Disney Plus and everything like that. And now it's up to you guys to give us give us your feedback. What did you think of Prey?
2: I'm gonna hand over to Sean first. Okay. And I'll just shout over him when I disagree. Or
0: right, agree. <laughs> okay. Or agree, or maybe agree. Okay. Yes yeah, so a really, really intriguing um intriguing movie this it was it was i mean to me out of all the the first nations or the american Mm -hmm. tribes whatever you want to call them um the comanches always really really interest me because they were the most feared they were most Mm. ruthless they were probably the biggest nation and they were they were not noted for being particularly nice and very very warlike so so yeah so i could understand that 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 culture um and the I, i thought the story went really well because it was quite convincing because, obviously, a society where it's male-dominated society, yep. one, and and like we're going back to the the raw, you know, like you you know the the, the ladies look after the the the, the domestic, the domestic things, stuff, you know, the cooking yeah. and, and making yeah. clothes and things, and she's really different, and and she's not quite accepted, is she? She sort of is by no. some of them, but they that she's it's not an accepted thing that you've got this, and she she is smart, she is smart, and I really yeah. like the 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 swamp scene. Um, so yeah, I, I I really quite enjoyed it. I f- thought that she perhaps got away a little bit sometimes. You know, I mean, I think uh, you know there was the the there was a lot of distractions for so we, so the the well. We, we know what sort of film it is don't we, we know what the canon is or is that sport? yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, okay no. so
1: yeah we know we know it's a predator film yes. okay
0: so predator so the predator sort of concentrates on one thing and then gets eat rather easily distracted on on other things yeah. which I know yeah. can happen um so yeah was, uh but yeah I mean yeah because we just got to be quick but yeah no I, I thought it was okay I thought it was okay it was pretty good I didn't have too many beefs with it and I thought I thought she acted really well, and I thought it was quite clever how it was thought out, and not too much in the way of of silliness. And when some of the other some some of the other First Nation people got involved, or the other Comanches got involved, you know, it did sort yeah. of make a bit of sense because you think, right, okay, this is it, and then ah, you know, so yeah, I thought I thought this was okay. It's a decent movie. Good
1: stuff. Good, I, nice to hear that because I I totally agree with all of that. Uh, um, although, true. so. Oh. It, although I have to say the one thing I didn't mention it last week, but one thing that I like from the first time it showed up in the film, and I kept looking at it, I was looking at it thinking that 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 dog was too well groomed. I don't know what I don't know what make the grow, the dog is, but it did make me think in seventeen nineteen. Did they have a dog pamper or something? Because that dog's coat looked yeah. too shiny. It looks <laughs> too well groomed. It looked like it had a haircut or something. And I just, I just mm. it's time the dog showed up, I kept thinking the dog looks too modern. But yeah, anyway. the dog. And also one thing that was one thing I picked up, which I don't normally pick up,
0: is the dog was looking at the obviously its wrangle or whatever looked after. I could see it looking at it and thinking, like, oh, what do I do next? What do I do next? <laughs> Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? But I mean. Yeah. Apart by, I love the way they I, I love the
1: way they look they use the dog, but I just thought the dog was a little bit too groomed. Anyway, yeah, too Holly. Nice.
2: I was I say I was very emotionally invested in the dog as his typical
1: No, <laughs> so
2: I was I had a lot of concerns the dog and you're, and you're the
1: reason they keep saving the dog in movies. You're <laughs> the reason
2: Well I still remember the first time I saw dancing with Wolves dances with wolves when I was <gasps> ten in a oh, drive yes. in in subway and we had our dog in the car i was i was made to cover my eyes for all the people dying but i wasn't told to cover my eyes when the wolf dies and i didn't give up an expletive about the um about the people they were (laughs) oh oh my word i love that wolf and so yes i had great emotional attachment to the dog and to be fair if you know coyotes are very well um generally look pretty presentable. So I think, you know, it's not beyond the wit of man that you can have a reasonably presentable semi one No, I like. No. I thought it, I thought it hung together well. Thought it. Stu- you know, it stuck with its, you know, it, with its roots well enough, but wasn't, wasn't annoying in the way it did it. And yeah, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a decent watch um, that would, you know, conceivably stick on again in the background if I were, you know, doing something else
1: yeah
0: no no no, that's good yeah sorry sean i've just got to say one thing right about and i know this is going back to the dogs right and i think we said this on one of our they don't make them like they used to
1: well we did they don't make them like
0: i must have been about four or five but i remember there was this film called the legend of lobo and and lobo's mother gets shot apparently i mean i can't even there is the film but i can't really remember that but all they said was i went they shot her and burst into tears and screamed the place down. And in the end, my dad had to take me outside because I was so upset by the, so traumatized by, yeah, the legend of Lobo. So I might have to look watch that again and review that. That'd be funny.
2: Yeah, People <laughs> damned. It's all about the animals. Just amazing the things.
1: <laughs> okay, I was like, okay, one of one of my one of my absolute bugbears is in a film. Whenever you have a film where. A human dies because they're trying to save a dog. Oh, yeah. That, 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 oh, that gets up my nose. It's okay. like I remember in Man of Steel.
0: Yeah, might not steal, steal this <laughs>
1: oh good lord I'm,
0: why I'm, would you do that
1: I, i'm just not, my way why? and i know i know i know i live in a country where it is not acceptable to have this point of view but i'm like let the dog die. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> there's I... a hurricane coming save yourself you idiot why well, are you I going was, back and I... dying because there's because the dog might die <laughs>
2: I have a plan. If there's a fire, as to how I get the cats out of our second floor apartment, which includes shoving them in rucksacks, which will not go down well with anybody. But I know how we'll do it.
1: <laughs> but anyway, anyway. So okay. so 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 we all we all agreed. We all we all, um, agreed. Uh, liked pray. We all liked pray and thought I worked quite well. So Sean, I'll tell you one thing that I was I was wondering whether you would be okay with or whether you think the final way in which the in which the pre uh, the final way in which Nauru right okay yeah Yeah. i was wondering about that i was wondering whether you were okay with it or whether you would think hang on a second
0: yeah i mean yeah it was um i could understand the 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 you know the 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 logic behind it yeah um but yeah you shouldn't have mentioned that to me now, because now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so you should have kept that'd escaped, that'd escaped that, now, that. That had escaped. That had escaped That was that well,
2: was I, I, you. I pondered that, and I felt actually it followed on well from the structure of what we'd seen so far. I thought it, yeah. actually, it hung together very well.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah I, I think I think it it, it does. But the, the there was a little bit of a question about. Well, okay fine, <laughs> fine. it's like, i guess you, you might not have known okay fine 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 okay all right. anyway so i think we have got ourselves to the end of today's episode we have got a little bit of a marathon recording session because i have paid for zoom and they didn't kick us off halfway through yeah. so it is um and also we are uh, we actually broadcasting this live on facebook on our facebook page oh, at wow. the moment yeah uh, so yeah uh yeah yeah, but um, but anyway, I think that is it at the for the end of the show. So, um, all that's left to say, I believe, is a goodbye from me, and a goodbye from me,
2: and a goodbye from me.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you to all of those who have got in touch with us on Facebook. I mean, on a link on YouTube, that's the one. Everyone who have come to us on YouTube and have said things about different things that we have reviewed please keep it going please keep it going let's see whether we can get another thing where we just sort of like annoy the whole world or have the world agreeing with us like we did with persuasion thank you very much for joining us bye bye